One of the really important races that's up this November, uh, coming up in, in uh, a little over a week, is the election for district attorney of Manhattan. This is not only relevant to the people of Manhattan. The DA of Manhattan, who used to be Robert Morgenthau, was absolutely the seminal figure in law enforcement, uh, particularly white-collar crimes, in the country. And uh, under Cyrus Vance, the current district attorney, it has been horribly politicized by the left, dragged to the left. And you can't have a crackdown on crime without a DA to prosecute. We're all focused on the cops and making sure that they feel free to act, making sure that they're able to to uh, function effectively. But, okay, once they arrest somebody, uh, what happens to them? Uh, are they given a total slap on the wrist and told goodbye, only to show up again at the revolving door terminal? Uh, we've got today Thomas Kenneth, who is uh, running for district attorney uh, as a Republican in the election in 10 days. Uh, he's been on our show before and very important to come out and vote for him. Hi, Tom. Hey, Dick. Thanks for having me back. Good. It's great. So um, when you were on about four or five weeks ago, we were just beginning to understand what would happen if the Democrats won this race. And you were like, you spoke about it in part, and I'd like to hear a lot more about that. Yeah, well, you know, it just keeps getting worse, and the narrative just gets keeps getting more extreme. I was making a point in an interview I did earlier that – when they rolled out this bail reform in 2019, everyone knew it was going to be a disaster. I was one of the people that said, look, th- this is a, a prelude. What they really want is to empty our prisons. What they really want is no more jails. Now, not to sound too prophetic, because at that time I figured I was talking you know, where we'd be 10 years down the road. I didn't think we'd be there within a matter of months. And sure enough, we now have members of our United States Congress, like AOC, probably the majority of our dysfunctional city council, actually rallying outside Rikers with a hashtag, free them now. They want to empty the prisons of everyone. This is a very important point. Alvin Bragg, who is your opponent, uh, would be part of that effort. And to have a DA who's in favor of emptying the prison is, is completely oxymoronic. Their job is to fill the prison. And if they believe it should be emptied, how are they going to be able to prosecute people effectively? Absolutely. You would think that he's running for chief public defender. In fact, uh, he has sat on the board of directors for the Legal Aid Society for many years. Remember when they were rolling out the bail reform in New York, there were a lot of moderate Democrats who said, hey, if we're going to pass this law, we at least have to have a public safety exception. So judges have still have the discretion to set bail on people that are demonstrably dangerous. It was the political wing of the Legal Aid Society that opposed that. Unfortunately, they were very successful. And it was my opponent who was aggressively backing them. I think that it's important for us to understand that we are entering a new era in the debate over law enforcement. In the old era, the issue was how severe are we going to be on those who commit crimes? What sentences are we going to give them? Are we going to have the death penalty? Are we going to uh, allow furloughs and paroles and probation? What will our policies be? Now we are dealing with something completely different. The left is saying decriminalize crime. Eliminate the concept of crime. Uh, Crime is a manifestation of social discrimination in the past. Crime is the product of victimization based on racism. 
and it is an excuse to incarcerate black and Hispanic people. And in fact, they call it uh, felony disenfranchisement. Uh, you can't vote and you're locked out of society because you committed felonies. And it's reaching the point where they really believe that the purpose of our drug laws is not to stop kids from using drugs, not to keep the poison off our streets, not to stop the infecting of our society by drugs. It is the deliberate effort to incarcerate and disenfranchise blacks. That's what it boils down to. That's their rhetoric. That's what they're saying. And a host of radical left-wing, damn near communist DAs have been elected in this country using the funding provided by billionaire George Soros. Gascon in Los Angeles, uh, the DA in San Francisco, is actually related to the the the, the, uh, the offspring of Bodine, the weatherman terrorist, uh, and the DA in uh, Philadelphia all fall into that category. And now we have Alvin Bragg running to be like that in Manhattan. Alvin Bragg is part of that same playbook. Alvin Bragg has received a million dollars in funding from George Soros via the Color of Change pack. He doesn't deny it. I, he, I confronted him with, on, with him on the debate. He said he was proud of it. Um, and it is exactly that. This is not a, a grassroots movement that was born here in New York City, that was born in, in Alvin Bragg's Harlem. This is a national movement. Uh, it came west and moved east, as many things do. And it is based on the notion that they are going to disrupt American society, replace it with something else. I'm not sure what, but but nothing that I'm pretty sure most people would like um, because they believe this system is unjust. And, and, and a point I bring up always is that the very people that the left say they're fighting for, black and brown folks in underserved communities, are the ones most terrorized by the policies they, they bring in with this radical progressivism. Because when there's a 90% increase in shootings, a 50% increase in murders, we know that not only a, a majority of that, uh, the vast majority of that is going to hit most devastatingly at those black and brown communities. That's well, the think, tragedy. I think something like 85% of the victims of murder in New York City are themselves African-American or Latino. We can talk about the, the, the victims of murders, shootings. Who's the victims of, of, of drug trafficking? You know, where do they descend on? Where do they recruit from? They don't recruit for, 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 from the white neighborhoods. They recruit from underserved black and brown neighborhoods, um, street gangs, bloods, crips, so forth. The most vulnerable children in New York City, those 14 and 15-year-olds, our studies show that that is the prime recruiting age for gang activity come from the very neighborhoods that, again, Alvin Bragg and his people say that they're fighting for, but their policies are really fighting directly against their interests. Thomas Kinoff is really leading the fight here to protect us, to change the whole direction and thrust of our policy. Uh, the left wants to empty Rikers, not send anyone to state prison. They not only don't want mandatory minimum sentences, they don't want sentences. Uh, they don't want imprisonment. Uh, they don't believe that there is such a thing as crime. They think there is only acting out because of justified social discrimination that they've suffered, justified grievances. And their equity agenda extends to literally decriminalizing crime. Uh, and, and that is what we're facing here. We're facing DAs that will not prosecute. In uh, Los Angeles, for example, they passed a law saying if you commit a crime and you are a member of a gang, you can go for an enhanced penalty. 
The DA there won't do it. He absolutely refuses to. They passed another law in California saying three strikes and you're out. Three felony convictions, a violent crime, and you have to get a life sentence or the death penalty. But the DA has to ask for it, and the DA there won't ask for it. Uh, the uh, In Philadelphia, a p- guy who murdered a cop was sentenced to three years in prison because they refused to ask for enhanced penalties. These are the things that are going to come to New York if Bragg is elected. And these are the things that Kenneth will stop from coming to New York. This is not an issue of of partisanship or an issue of, of liberal or conservative. The issue is, do you want where you live to become uninhabitable? Do you want where you live to become uninhabitable? Yeah, absolutely. It goes back to the issue of victimization that, that I touched on earlier. You know, the, the victims of these policies – they're, we're all victimized by them because you have obviously the innocent victims of violent crime that are victimized the most. You have society in general that suffers. Look at the exodus we've had from Manhattan over the last year and a half uh, since these uh, radical policies have been put in place. We need to attract businesses and residents back. You're never going to be able to do that if you can't reasonably assure people you know, safe passage on the streets. And thirdly, who is also victimized? The criminal defendants, because a lot of people don't understand the criminal justice system isn't all about just incarcerating people. There are opportunities for intervention that you can have if you address crime at the lowest level that you miss if you ignore it. That individual, my, my opponent says he doesn't want to prosecute any shoplifting cases. That individual that's committing a low-level shoplifting offense may graduate to armed robbery in a few years unless you intervene at that level and maybe get them the education, the services, the help they need. So it is, it is just an across-the-board policy that the progressive, lefts are, are intru- progressive left is introducing that at its best is anti-societal, at its worst is homicidal. And there is no phrase more misleading than the name of the movement Black Lives Matter because transparently they believe black lives do not matter because the major way of taking black lives is a murder of a black person by a black person. And by failing to prosecute, by failing to insist on real penalties, by releasing them wholesale from prison, by not locking them up when they come here illegally and commit a crime, uh, you are literally saying black lives do not matter. You better believe it. I mean, we're talking about the concept black lives matter. You better believe they do. All lives matter. All life is precious. Um, and, and, and the fact that, that so many uh, black and brown people are born into uh, adverse situations because of socioeconomic history of racism and so forth is all the more reason why we need to protect them. But the Black Lives Matter movement at least is, you know, I don't know what their intentions are, but what their policies are are antithetical to the advancement of black people. Stick around, Tom. I, uh, I've got to do some, make some money here. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> uh, e- economists and Wall Street are sending every signal they possibly can that we are in a gigantic bubble here and that the bubble may well burst as it had did in 29, 99, 2007 and threatens to do today. And the hallmarks are all there. This unbelievable inflation, the Fed saying they're going to raise rates six or seven times in the coming year, uh, the Democrats pursuing the largest tax hike in a generation. And there is only one shelter in a storm, gold and silver. 
uh, in all of the past bubbles that have burst and the crashes that eventuated, gold and silver kept their value. That's why you should call the Patriot Gold Group at 356-4470. That's 800-356-4470. The Patriot Gold Group is the Consumer Affairs top-rated gold dealer for five years in a row. So call them at 800-356-4470. Do you think that the Republicans have a shot at winning the mayoralty in this year election? You know, I mean, to be honest with you, Dick, I'm, I'm so consumed with my own race. I can't follow anyone else's too closely. I, I support Curtis. I've been out with him. I like what he's doing. Why? Because he stands up for law and order, and he's lived it. Uh, Eric Adams is talking a big game. I hope he's true to it, but I have to be distrustful of Eric Adams because even though he has said publicly that he agrees with me on reforming the bail reform, that he agrees with me that we need to get our plainclothes anti-crime police back on the streets, both of which my opponent opposes, um, you know, he, he's come out and endorsed my opponent. I don't know how you could say that you stand for law and order, but you're going to support Forget party affiliation. It's meaning it should be should be meaningless in a local race like this. So you're for law and order, but you're going to support a Soros backed candidate that is the antithesis of law and order. It's a very good point that we are dealing with the ultimate kind of opposition uh, in uh, in the in, in Bragg. We're talking here not about somebody who is uh, center left or slightly left or a Democrat. We're talking about somebody who is a socialist and potentially even a communist uh, who not only doesn't want to get tough on crime, he wants to legalize it. The point you just made about plainclothes policemen, what are we supposed to do? Advertise there's a policeman on your block right now walking up the block. He's on the street. Watch. Look, there goes the policeman. Uh, You're going to catch a lot of criminals that way. Actually, you might because there's no consequence. The cop's not going to do anything. And if he does, he'll be sued and risks losing his pension, his job, his livelihood, uh, and his home. Uh, so maybe there is no problem. Uh, but you, you have a, a, a determined left here that, is, that sees crime and criminal justice as the ultimate tool of suppression by the white race and by the white community. And standing between us and that philosophy in the prosecuting chair, not in the defense chair, but in the prosecutor's chair, standing alone against that is Thomas Kenneth. And you should vote for him on Election Day because if you know what's good for you and you know what's very bad for you, you need to keep Bragg out of the DA's office. Let him be controller. Let him be uh, public advocate. Let him be mayor. But for God's sakes, leave our our district's attorney as somebody who will prosecute crime. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 